No one likes to feel stuck, especially by your cloud. But the IBM cloud is the most open and secure public cloud for business. It can manage all your apps and data anywhere. Smart loves problems. IBM, let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash flexible. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Lobon. Tony, a gas station owner in Florida, put up a sign asking customers not to warm their urine in the microwave. I'm Tony Kornheiser. Who does that? I just use a saucepan, you know, over a medium flame. Why does anybody I'm not, not sure. in a grizzly adult survival situation need to warm sure. his or her own urine? So, for the fifth time, I'm not sure. That sometimes we do things on this show that are, they're just beyond they stretch me. credibility, I, right? I, well, you believe this headline they, came from somewhere? Florida Man Friday, which is a staple on my podcast, oh. stories from Florida are always insane. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Eagles fall below 500. Mike Tomlin lets loose, and the rookie quarterbacks go 4-0. But we begin today with the Kansas City Chiefs, who passed their biggest test of the season so far. They shredded the number one NFL defense of Jacksonville and won 30-14 to get to 5-0 for the second straight year. Last year's Chiefs followed their 5-0 with 1-6. and But that team had Alex Smith at quarterback. This team has Pat Mahomes. Wilbon, has this year's team convinced you it will not slide? Yes. And I realize that's irrational. Yes. They've convinced me. I don't believe anything after five games. Not even in a 16-game season. I don't believe in five games after a college season, which goes 12 games, maybe 13 if you make the playoffs. No, I don't usually believe but, in anybody this soon. But, but Mahomes, Tony. Yeah. This one, he goes against the, the, the top-ranked defense. He's on the road. He passed a test at Denver against a division, just a blood rival. Then he comes back and does this. I know he's got the Patriots sitting on deck. I yep. get that. Yep. And that's the biggest test. And maybe yep. a week from now, I'll be backsliding. But so let me, yeah, let me go to that. Because on Sunday night, in what should be the highest-rated so Sunday night so game far. of the season, yeah. you have Kansas City at New England. Yeah. You know what New England is. Yeah. And you're waiting to see what Kansas City is. So by... Sunday night, early Monday morning, we're going to know a lot more about both teams. My reticence about this is not about Pat Mahomes. What is it, the defense? No. It's they played the, well yesterday. It's the recent history of Andy Reid's teams there when they always start yeah. fast and yeah. they always end slowly. Now, to get to Mahomes for a second, and we both think Mahomes is great. Real deal. It, Real deal. Okay. For the first time yesterday, he was intercepted. He hadn't been intercepted That's in right. four games. He was intercepted twice. Right. For the first time yesterday, after throwing 14 touchdown passes in four games, he did not throw any touchdown passes. We say this a lot here. I know I do. The other team studies film, too, and they pay their coaches, and they stay up all night. Here's the deal. They stay up all night. He threw two picks. He didn't have any touchdowns, and they still won easily. That's right. That's right. This is part of what convinced me. Anybody can win if they're throwing five touchdown passes and no picks. They look perfect. He was not perfect yesterday. He led them. I liked a couple of times they showed him in the huddle. And he was getting in guys' faces. He's 22, so 23 you know years old. I'm if, drinking the Kool-Aid. And if I were to do power rankings right now. One. No. Two. Two. Rams one. Rams one. Rams one. I, I'm with two because he's young. Okay, so you're, you, you got the Kool-Aid at least up to your list. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, All much right, like down this Down the hatch, baby. Much like this tape. Down okay. the hatch. That silence you hear in Philadelphia is panic. After the Eagles lost at home to the Vikings to drop to two and three on the season. It's been 20 years since the Eagles went five games into a season without at least one scoring 24 points. And it's impossible not to notice 
that Carson Wentz has been sacked 12 times and hit 27 times in just three games. Tony, two and three is hardly the end of the world. But do the Eagles issues like Wentz's recovery from knee surgery seem temporary or do the Eagles have something big to worry about? So I'm going to I'm going to go to the side of temporary and I'm going to explain it this way, because the division they're in is terrible. Okay, the Cowboys are terrible. The Giants are terrible. We don't know if the Redskins lose tonight in New Orleans. The Eagles are. Yeah, the Eagles are right there. The problem the Eagles have had so far is that they're passing. He's hit so much because they pass so much. They throw the ball exclusively. It's crazy. So now it is being suggested that the loss of the offensive coordinator and the loss of the quarterback's coach to coaching positions on other teams may have had a very important effect right now. I think Doug Peterson's great on offense, but it is also possible he hasn't been as hands-on as he should be. But he hasn't been great on offense. Because even a couple of running backs pointed out that even though they are short of running backs right now, that's sort of depleted. They were averaging nearly, nearly five yards of carry yesterday, and, he's not, and he didn't run the that's ball. That's what I'm getting at. That's his job. Um, so I'm saying that he should be more hands-on and realize that they run the ball better than just passing the ball 45 but times But he's as hands-on as they can get. I don't know and he's not. He's, he's. I'm not going to use the word failing because it's two and three. But so far, at least yesterday, he wasn't noticing it. What he's doing is he's putting his quarterback coming off that knee surgery into harm's way more frequently. What is what drop is back? What that is disturbing to me is who they've beaten. They've beaten Atlanta and Indianapolis. These are just one-win teams. Yeah. They have lost. Let me go to the glasses to Tampa Bay, Tennessee, and Minnesota, who are all multiple-win teams. I think it's possible, Mike. And I'll go to the Chicago Cubs for a second. It's not the Cubs. It's not 100 years. But Philadelphia had never won the Super Bowl. I understand what you're saying. This was a big deal. There could be a Super Bowl hangover. hangover. There was a victory tour. This was a big deal for that city. And we, I think, are watching this now. I mean, the Capitals are going to fall on their faces, too. Uh, Well, right now. After winning Uh 7-0, they managed to lose 7-6 in the next game. The Pittsburgh Steelers had their best game of the season, beating Atlanta 41-17. Ben Roethlisberger hit Antonio Brown for two touchdowns and 101 yards. James Conner had 110 yards and two touchdowns as well. Not everything was smooth. Mike Tomlin was barking about roughing calls. Wilbon, which was the biggest story for you? Big Ben and Antonio Brown getting the Wi-Fi right. Tomlin yapping or the Falcons losing? I don't care at all about Tomlin and what he says. I've gotten to the point now where I just ignore all NFL coaches and what they say. Really? Because there's no Bill Walsh out there. There's no John Madden. Sean McVay may be that guy. Okay, McVay. I'm talking about also at the mic. When he comes in, he has control. He has control of his memory of the game, what happened in the game, what's going to happen in next week's game, all his players, all your players. None of these dudes is Bill Walsh. So I don't give a damn what any of them well, say. Well, one of them is, really but he care. chooses not to speak oh, yeah. in New well, England. Hoodie. Yeah, he chooses yeah, not to. That's right. So, you know, so over dinner, you can get him to explain some stuff if you want. Not to now, me. I care about getting the Wi-Fi right. Yeah. I mean, Big Ben, now you, you know, I always say to you, because you, you mentioned Hall of Fame quarterbacks, we talk about that on this show, and I always say to you, Tony, you keep leaving out Big Ben. And you always go, eh. No, he'll be in. Ben Roethlisberger is a great quarterback in this league now. That's right. And if he and Antonio Brown are hooking up and the yeah. Wi-Fi is good, the Steelers are going to be good. Just as, just as a follow-up to that, if I were a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers, I would hate Le'Veon Bell. That he has announced that he'll show up in four weeks or five Southern weeks. Southern dude's running the ball fairly like well right now. But hadn't been for a couple of games. Had a very he's, good game. He's body. My biggest takeaway here body. is Atlanta. The Atlanta Falcons, unlike the Philadelphia Eagles, they're in a good division. 
They got New Orleans. Yeah. They got Carolina. Tampa's not bad. They yeah. look like they're done. They were in the Super Bowl two years ago. They've got Julio Jones. They've got running backs. Is it possible that the loss of Kyle Shanahan yes, is, is so profound yes, that they can't recover? Course. Because they're, if I'm not mistaken, their coach is a defensive guy, and this is an offensive league. And Dan Quinn might be getting ready to say goodbye because they've fallen down. They've fallen down. This does this is surprise surprise you in this league. You see people bounce all the time. Steelers Tony. don't bounce. New England doesn't Steelers bounce. Steelers just bounce. Like no. last week. No, they were not over one a and whole four. season. They were not one and four. You want so you're declaring them well, Dr. Kornheiser. I Steelers all cure according to you. No, but better. Better than Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta looks done to me. It looks sort of iffy. Big day for rookie quarterbacks, Tom. The four rooks selected at the top of the most recent draft. Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, and Josh Rosen all started yesterday, all won. Together, though, they completed just 50% of their passes, and Mayfield carried that load. Only Rosen, who was 10 for 25, was playing on the road. All right, Tony, these are going to be the guys you slurp for the next 10 years. You love quarterbacks so much. So which one of them impressed you the most? First of all, not all of them are going to be slurped for the next 10 years because it doesn't work that way. All four of these guys can't... Rise they, at the that, top? They can, but, but it's unlikely that all four will. I'm going to go with Baker Mayfield for the simple reason that he looks like a leader. And when you look at the huddle and the teammates around him and the sideline and the linemen and the backs around him, they know he's the one. There's no question in their minds. He led them to the winning drive this time. I, I believe Cleveland actually should be 5-0. and I mean, if they had kicking problems and a terrible spot a week ago. I think Baker Mayfield, I'm not saying he's the best. Right. I'm saying that Baker Mayfield has come into this league and all of that arrogance that you pointed out when he was in college is being harnessed in the right way as a leader of players. That's what I wanted to see because I wasn't drinking that Kool-Aid from the beginning of the meal. I wanted to see it. And so we see a lot of it now. 342 yards against a good defense. I, I'm not looking at the Baltimore. yards, Tony. The yards are phony sometimes. I just thought Baker Mayfield, as you suggested, was in, in control. Now, it's easier to be in control of a team that hasn't won in 50 years because the Browns hadn't That's won right. squat. That's right. Okay, at least the other teams, the, the Jets hadn't been great real recently, but it hadn't been forever and a day. Yeah, and the is. Buffalo Bills were 9-7 and seven last year. Yeah. And what's the other rookie team? Who did I leave Arizona. out? Arizona. Arizona, they, they got guys in the Arizona locker room in the huddle who've had some success. Let me point this the out. The Cleveland Browns better listen up to Baker Mayfield. Josh Rosen, to point this out, and now I think that Sam Bradford is deactivated. The it's former overall number one. Unbelievable. Josh Rosen, in the first half alone, had five flat-dropped passes yeah, last that would have accumulated too. over 100 yards. Yeah. So he looked good. Yeah. His stats belied the fact that how they good he looked. They won the game, though. The Sunday night game was an intramural one, Dallas at Houston. Not much of a show, really. That no, was terrible. But in overtime, with a fourth and one on the Houston 42, Jason Garrett decided to punt instead of handing the ball to Ezekiel Elliott. Not everybody was thrilled, including Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, who said, and I quote, it's time for risk at that particular time, unquote. Will Bundy Garrett make the right call? Not according to his owner, which is a really it's important. Vital. So last night, I, I'm not going to stay around to watch the post game of a Cowboys-Texans game. But late, late, I just logged on. I wanted to find out what Jerry had to say. And I saw that same quote. That was part of a larger quote you just mentioned. I was like, ouch. Yeah. Jerry was annoyed. I found it. Annoying a little bit, small a on annoying, because the punt did pin Houston back to its own 10 and they put together a drive and yes, they won the game. 
But I thought that Garrett's reasoning at the time, I'm going, you know, why don't you go for it? They're on the road. He wanted to pin them back. It had been a low-scoring defensive game. I understood it on that intellectual level, but it seems to have been the wrong call. There is a statistic that I know you have ready yeah. about when Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott are on the fourth and one. field together, fourth, fourth and, and one. one, 18 out of 19. 18 of 19 okay. times the Cowboys have So made. I don't like this gesture of eat. Let's yeah. everybody eat. Okay. Every sport they do that now. But Ezekiel Elliott make a putt and start doing this. Ezekiel Elliott can get one. Dak yes, Prescott can yes. get one. Sean yes. McVay in a situation on fourth and one in his own territory. Yes. Sean McVay was going to put the punter out. Pete Carroll called time. Sean McVay gave the ball to Jared Goff. He was ahead. The Tom Brady sneak. He did. I mean, if you can't make one, what are you doing? The other side of the argument you mentioned already. You've got Dak Prescott. You've got Ezekiel Elliott. You've got those two guys to get you the one yard. I'm going to tell you something But if they had done that and been stoned, then Jerry would have been whining in the the same reporters an hour later. Frank Wright called for it, and and it didn't work. Okay. I'm just going to say this. You expect more from the Dallas Cowboys. Why? They have a higher they have a higher standard, even though they never win. Are they good? Nine years. You do no. this. You fall Terrible. for this all the time. Let's take a break. Every We're year, up. your boy Stop Mason Crosby. Oh yeah, my boy. Missed five kicks. The yesterday. Packers lost. I'm Does thrilled. he deserve all the blame for the Packers? No, it doesn't have to go around. And after all the drama on Saturday night, does Conor McGregor deserve a rematch? This is what you missed. This was the best story of the weekend. Did you watch NFL the fight? NFL be dead. You didn't watch the fight. You watch post game. I don't need to watch the fight. The post game's a story. Just watch the post game. The post game. You watch the That's fight. That's all it is. Part of the interruption is brought to you by Domino's. Order online and track your order. Ever been knocked down? You know, suffered a setback, fired, left out. It happens. It happened to Mike Bloomberg. Middle-class kid, worked his way through college, got a job, started a family. Boom. Fired at 39. What did Mike do? What a lot of us do. We got back up, dove back in. He had an idea. Design a new computer able to crunch data and process information in a unique way. He built it. He sold it. He built more. He sold more. He built a team. He built a company. Created 20,000 jobs. Bloomberg is a doer. This is Michael Douglas. I played a president in movies. This is real world. This is our world. Mike Bloomberg has what it takes to win. Unite the country, find some common ground between Democrats and Republicans, and then lead the way a leader should. Mike will get it done. I'm Mike Bloomberg, candidate for president, and I approve this message. Paid for by Mike Bloomberg 2020. We've reached the time in the show when we are at your mercy, so let me see what's first. Mail we're time. at the mercy now. What are we, Conor McGregor? After their sweep of the Rockies, should the Brewers be the World Series favorites? The Brewers should be the favorite in the National League, which I've been telling you for over a month on your own podcast. A month ago, I said to you, Tony, you asked me about the Cubs. I said, the Brewers are better than the Cubs. The Brewers are better than everybody in that league. The Brewers and the Astros, if we're talking about favorites, and people can go south, one bad pitching start can kill a team in a series, but I'm going to go Brewers, Astros. Those are my favorites. Okay, so I like Braun, and I like Yelich, and I like Kane. He's the MVP, and I think Yelich. they're very, very, very wonderful players. There was a statistic against the Rockies that was amazing to me. The Rockies were up for 28 full innings in the three games against the Brewers. In only one inning did they score. That means 27 out of 28 they were shut out. Tony, starters and bullpen. But they got it. 
I like the Dodgers. I know you like right? them. I think the Dodgers <laughs> are the best collection of talent in the league. Yeah, I think if Kershaw right. pitches like he did in game two of that series, yeah. I think that they are better even in the Brewers, who you I like. You just add that Gio Gonzalez is going to get a World Series oh, ring, perhaps, oh, having man. left your oh, Nationals. That's oh. all you're upset about. Oh. Admit it. That's oh. up. Should the Packers put the total blame on Mason Crosby? Well, here's what happened. The Packers lost to Detroit, ultimately, by eight or nine points, right? Is that what they lost eight? by? He missed four field goals and an extra point. By my math, that's 13 points. He can even miss a field goal, and they can still win. I don't know who else you're supposed to blame. I know. Don't tell me it was 24 nothing because the Cincinnati it Bengals been were down 17 nothing to Miami and scored 27 points in a row. This is the kind of performance that gets a kicker fired. fired. It does. And that picture on the sideline where Aaron Rodgers is just cozying up to his buddy saying, hey, listen, because he was inconsolable. But Aaron Rodgers had two fumbles yesterday that were costly in that game. How'd he do in the second hand? Don't give me yards thrown for when you're behind. No, how'd he do for scoring? It was fine, but that was too late. If you have Aaron Rodgers, if your kicker kicks normally and you have Aaron Rodgers, you have a chance. You have a chance. Let me ask you this. Is Aaron Rodgers Sandy Koufax? No. Okay, so, you know. Billy Koufax, the brother. <laughs> I don't know Billy. Is Oklahoma's loss to Texas really just Mike Stoops' fault? Well, <laughs> Mike Stoops, are you talking about taking all the blame? I mean, Mike Stoops' defense is dreadful. It's as bad as any defense Oklahoma has ever fielded, apparently. And Texas just went up and down. I couldn't believe the score. And this still game was still going on. I finally got around to watching the end of it. But, Tony, I don't know that you want to fire. Really, should colleges be about firing assistant coaches or any kind of coach, like, in the middle of the season? This is professional football on the high but college level. Kyle, they can, Oklahoma can score. Kyler Murray oh, yeah. scores six touchdowns a game by himself. Okay. Here's what happened with that defense. They gave up 501 yards to a team, Texas, that lost to Maryland. Five touchdowns in the red zone. They were only in the red zone. Are you for five firing times. him? Army and Baylor possess the ball more time. Yeah, I would have made that change. You would have fired no, him on Sunday morning They from have no college stoops football? to kick around now. Now all the stoopses are gone. Yes. Wow. That's, That's what you one. do. That's vicious, man. I ain't agreeing with that. I no, you just fire everybody else. I'm not down with that. Should the UFC be embarrassed or excited about when down on Saturday night that you missed and mm. are now going to try to minimize? I have no regard for the sport. I know you don't. I hesitate to call it a sport. I just think it's bestial most of okay, the time. Okay, I agree with I that. I look at Conor McGregor as, as a vulgar lout almost all the time, mm. a great self-promoter. Here's what's going to happen. They shouldn't be embarrassed. He out. They shouldn't be embarrassed because they're going to have this fight again. And there's more money for Habib. There's more money for McGregor. There's more money for Dana White. And they're going to sell it and sell it and sell it. And they'll sell Conor McGregor until he loses two more fights in a row. Then they'll kick him to the see, curb. Look, we saw this happen with Ronda Rousey. The shelf life in that sport, Tony, is not long. You're right. You get a couple of losses. Conor McGregor didn't get two more. He gets one more. Okay. If he doesn't win the rematch, he's not marketable anymore. He'll be gone on to permanently he's gone. to pro wrestling. This thing was unbelievable. You could not take your eyes off it. It was riveting. Both the aftermath and then the press conferences in which they talked about everything short of deportation. Can somebody get another visa to return to have these fights? A lot of these things were exaggerated. I think they ought to be exhilarated because everybody's talking about more it. More money. Enough email. Let's take one last break. Still to come. 
It's John Gruden's chance to not hand the ball to Marshawn Lynch at the one. <laughs> and after losing on a 63-yard field goal, should the Giants stick with Eli? You gonna blame that on Eli? Was he on the special teams team? Happy time, people. Happy 48th birthday, Matt Damon. He's a good friend of Bill Simmons, but I've met him. He watches PTI. He's that rare great actor who can do comedy, drama, and action. And he's a Stone Cold sports fan, particularly of Boston teams. Well, but my top three Matt Damon movies are The Good Shepherd, The Born Identity, and The Martian. But the Do You Like Apples scene in Goodwill Hunting, that's the best. I don't know that scene. You took all the movies, but Goodwill Hunting, his first huge hit. You know, there's some artists. The first hit is the everlasting one. That may be the case with him. Goodwill Hunting is my favorite. Happy anniversary, Don Larson. On this day, 62 years ago, Larson pitched the only perfect game in World Series history. After striking out the Dodgers, Dale Mitchell to end the game, Yogi Berra famously ran out to the mound and jumped into Larson's arms. I have a signed photo at home of Larson delivering that last pitch to Mitchell with the entire expanse of the scoreboard. Well, Dick Shep had an unused ticket in his pocket. He let his wife go. convince him to go apartment hunting on it was he a Saturday, and he didn't go. He didn't oh go. my God! Having trails to the New York Football Giants after being down the entire game to Carolina, the Giants scored with a minute eight to go to take a 31 to 30 lead. Carolina got the ball but stalled barely into Giants territory. Graham Gano, who had never made a field goal longer than 59 yards, stepped up and drilled a walk-off from 63, and that would have been good from 70. So the Giants lose, leaving Odell Beckham Jr. to trash Eli Manning again. The Panthers did everything wrong and that you won. could do wrong, and they and wind they up winning the game. They did. One omission, Eagles running back Jay Ajayi has a torn ACL. Uh -oh. He's out uh -oh. for the year. Is so, the Eagles running game going to get any better now? No, it can't. They don't use it enough, and well, now they can't use it enough. Let's go to the big finish. Let's do it. John Gruden's Raiders now 1-4 after losing 26-10 to the Chargers. Your thoughts? Dick Vermeil, when he came back after a long, long layoff, a longer layoff, and this was 5-11, and 11, eh, you know, you got to give it some time. Spurs guard DeJounte Murray, oh no, has a torn ACL. This is a huge deal. Except that the Spurs are not what they were. They're, no, they're not. They're they're Sony Parker's on Charlotte now. Seeding. Wow. The Suns fired GM Ryan McDonough. Does that make sense to you? No. Because in DeAndre Ayton and Mikael Bridges, I thought he had the best draft class, and he's done. Red Sox and Yankees tonight. Severino and Evaldi, who you got? I got Yankee Stadium for the Yankees, but I think this is going back to Fenway. I yeah, think this is a five-game five series and a great one. Last one, Monday Night Football, Washington at New Orleans. Who you got? I know the Redskins have seemed to be recovering rallying. A bit. I'm going with Drew Brees and the Saints at home. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. And I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, knuckleheads. Now we send you to Susie Culver and the Monday night Susie countdown Culver. crew. Canada. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.